crypto, I simply presented that to Steph. I said, like, I really want to try this. You know, I, I think that I could be successful at this. And there's also this. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? <laughs> so... <laughs> In his defense, I said no right away because I didn't have time. I was like, okay, you want that's me to- real, right? That's what I was thinking for. Like, this is going so- really smoothly. <laughs> yeah, no, let's let's take that curtain off for a second. But um <laughs> I'm Kat, and I am so excited to have you here today. We have another great member chat episode, and this episode is really special because we not only have members from Fit Father here, we have members from Fit Mother here as well, and we are going to get to hear what it's like to go through these programs together as partners, and that is so important to find your support system. These two couples that we have here are powerhouses. They are going to walk you through what they did well, what they think they could have done better. And then you have this support in the community that you can reach out to there. All four of them are involved in the brotherhood and sisterhood. So let's just open the conversation up now. I'm going to start with uh, Mark and Susan so they can give an introduction of themselves. Hi, I'm Mark Rowland. I'm Susan Rowland. Susan Rowland. Um, we've, uh, let's see, we joined uh, Fit Father, Fit Mother in January of 2022. So we're just coming up on our two-year mark. Um, yeah, just kind of a, a long conversation one morning, I think on a January 1st, and we just did not like how we felt where we were. We just needed to do something. And um, So yeah, we can get a little more into that as we kind of go through this. Yeah, we, um, I wasn't quite on board at first, but I said that it was really important to Mark. I knew I wanted to do something. I didn't know what. Um, I didn't have complete trust in the whole program like he mm-hmm. did right up front. So it took me a bit longer to kind of figure things out and um, to get some trust in what was going on. I refer to <laughs> Dr. A sometimes as the man behind the curtain in the Wizard of Oz, because I'm like, that was my mentality was like, this is just not even real. But I was going to go ahead and go with it because we do everything together. And yeah, so (laughs) we did it. Okay, that's great. Okay, and we have Chris and Steph here who have some podcasts that we will link that you can go listen to, but I'm gonna let them give a little brief intro of themselves again here too. Sounds good. Thanks, Kat. Um, I'm Steph Plasier and Chris Pleasance. And we have been members since July of 2019, I think it is. So we just kind of have, we're four and a half years in at this point. And much like uh, Susan and Mark there, we we had Chris bring it forward to me and I had been stuck on all the different yo-yo diets that were out there. I was a busy mom with very young children. I had tried counting calories. I'd failed. I'd gained even more than I had lost. And he was at this point where he just wanted to try something different. And it was really him badgering me for a month saying, would you just read this? And uh, (laughs) finally I caved and I read it and really quickly realized that, okay, I don't have to count calories. 
It's easy to cook the meals. I actually like what was on the menu suggestions versus everything else I'd ever seen. So I decided, yeah, to jump right in with him too. And here we are today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it kind of came about from one of my manias, I suppose, where I really dive into something and, and yeah, four and a half years later, here we are. So. We're thankful for that moment. <laughs> And, okay, this is great because you mentioned something bold that happened for both of you. For In both situations, like Chris and Mark, you were the ones who found the program and then presented this to your partner as come and let's do this together. Mark, I'll let you start off here. How does that even happen? How did you go about that with Susan? You know, I think to back up from 2022, I think in 2018, I had just done a Google search on uh, best weight workouts for men over 55, right? Um, because I, I worked out a lot of my life and it's like I did the same old routine I did in high school. And it's like, it seems like maybe this isn't the right thing to do uh, at 55. And so I, I Googled that. The first hit was the big five and there was Dr. A and I started doing that. And so I just kind of did that off and on. Never really looked into... The depth of the program beyond that. Um, but of course, Facebook algorithms picked up that search. And so I started seeing advertisements <laughs> on Facebook uh, every day, basically. So then fast forward to 2022, we were having this conversation. I said, you know, I've kind of been following this, this thing or seeing the ads on Facebook. Uh, maybe it's something to look into. And so literally when I said that, I got the laptop and and went to the website and, um, and much like Chris said, I, I was all in right from the get go. Um, yeah. And, and like Sue said, she had some trust issues, uh, at first. Um, and, but she joined with me and, and even when we started getting the, the everyday emails, you know, in, in phase one, she still was like, how do we know these aren't just automatically generated? How do we know these are real people in this program? And, <laughs> And these emails are actually real. And, and I'm like, well, we have a choice. We can trust or, or not. But nonetheless, I think it's worth trying the program, even if it is AI, right? So, so that was kind of our conversation. I, you probably have more to add to that. Well, I thought it was interesting. Um, once I got going on the program and watching the videos, I'm like, you know, I think I've seen this before. And Mark had pulled some videos for me several years prior to that on how to lift correctly at my age and what weights to start with and all that. And we discovered that it was actually Dr. A back from several years ago that we had seen um, on YouTube. So that was kind of cool. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was stepping into it. A lot of the things that we learned right from the beginning were things that I had already believed in and trusted in. And, um, you know, I appreciate the fact of Dr. A um, working with clean ingredients and whole foods. Um, that was something that we were already implementing. And yeah, so little by little. And after the first 30 days, um, we're like, well, what are we going to do here? Are we going to stick with this or, or what? And Mark's like, well, I am. And I said, I guess I will. So we did it. And, um, you know, at the, at the same time, um, you know, we just was taking it day by day, step by step. And 
kind of making the program work for us instead of us working for the program, which was big for us. We needed something that would fit into our lifestyle um, and be able to work for us instead of trying to cookie cutter into something else that after a few months you just can't hold to or it's not something sustainable. So I appreciate that that it worked that way. Yeah, and that was a big key, sustainable. We, we'd done some things before. Um, we'd done Whole30, um, which is strictly just the diet portion, not, nothing, you know, workout-wise. And But we just didn't find that to be sustainable uh, for lifestyle. And that's really what we were looking for, was not just a 30, 60, 90-day cookie-cutter program, but something that, that could be a new lifestyle for us that um, we could do the rest of our lives. And so we were both really drawn to that aspect of it. That's great. Chris and Steph, you guys were a little bit different and because you were coming at it from different goals, which again is another bold move. Like, so Chris, how did you handle that coming at it from I'm wanting to gain muscle and put on weight and I'm going to present a program to my partner that's helped for weight loss? Like, how did you handle that? Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So like, I mean, I initially there's a cat behind me. I initially did a, uh, an internet search. That's how I came across uh, Dr. A. I like Googled, you know, how to build mus muscle after 40. So, and uh, I saw a few of his videos and kept watching and I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm naive or something, but he came across as fairly genuine to me. And I, 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 I believed it, you know, and, and having met him recently, I, it, it's all true. I like it. That's the cool thing about it is my, I, I wasn't wrong. So maybe I'm naive, but I wasn't wrong in this instance. So, um, but uh, yeah, he came across as really genuine to me. So I was, you know, I was starting to, to consume a lot of the videos to try and get a sense of, of what he was saying. And I was like, you know, when I was younger, I enjoyed weightlifting and, I feel that if I'm going to get myself into some reasonable kind of shape again, it should be something that I enjoy doing. And weightlifting was something I enjoyed doing. So I found the, the old school muscle program. I looked at it and I thought, yeah, this is, this is probably going to work. This guy knows what he's talking about. So I'm going to try and forget what I know or think I know and, and, uh, and go with that. And at the same time, I started looking a little deeper into the, the FFP program in general and there was more to it than just that right and a big portion was the ff30x the weight loss thing and there was a women's thing so i simply presented that to steph i said like i really want to try this you know i i think that i could be successful at this and there's also this mm -hmm. what do you think of that <laughs> so in his defense, I said no right away because I didn't have time. I was like, you okay, want that's me to more real, right? That's what I was waiting for. Like, this is going so really smoothly. <laughs> yeah, no, let's, let's take that curtain off for a second. But um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, he brought it to me. And as he said, he does get really hyper-focused when he wants something. And so that is the nature of his personality. So it was a little bit of, okay, I hear you. I'm going to go read this now because I am the exact opposite. I am a planner. I'm an organizer. It's, it's literally what I do for a living. And I was like, I'm not giving you a decision until I understand. And fortunately, everything he gave me, I was able to see, okay, I can still make you this meal and you can gain weight and I can make myself the exact same meal and just change the portion slightly. Because that was, I think, critical with where we were in our stage of our lives. I Like our children, I think we're 
six and four at the time. So I had no time for myself, right? So that was beyond even thinking about prioritizing myself in the world at that moment. And all of a sudden seeing, well, hang on, it's still the same meals. I just use a measuring cup and he uses three portions of the same measuring cup, you know? And so where the the biggest differences came in. I think one of our very first posts was my first fast day. And there he is drinking this massive shake and I'm sitting there just cross because he's eating and I'm not. But we we made it fun right from that. And I think that's probably critical in explaining how we made it work for us is that we constantly communicated. You can eat all you want today and I won't be able to eat it all. I might be miserable, but you have to still love me when I'm miserable today. And Everything was a meal plan. The whole weeks were planned out. In fact, I, I, I'm neurotic enough. I would do a month at a time because, okay, we have this schedule, you know, kids' soccer's this, swimming's that, everything's here. These are the days that we can fast. This is when our, our, um, our like hit days versus rest days are. And this is what I need in order to be successful. And you have to help me meet these goals while eating our house out of food. <laughs> and so it, it is extreme opposites and it still works. It's just a matter of how much you decide to put on your plate. Yeah. The more we looked into it, the more we could see that, you know, like the, a lot of the suggestions for meal plans, which are generally uh, starting suggestions, or right? it's not like they're the be all end all, but all these suggested meals on both meal plans were essentially the same, just portion sizes were different, mm-hmm. right? So that was like, wow, like that makes things really easy <laughs> at that point, you know, considering the programs are polar opposites of each other pretty much. So knowing a little bit, Susan and Mark, on your story, so you guys are both coming in to try to lose weight, right? And you started your program off together and then walk us through. So what happened? You start off together, things are going well, and then... Uh, yeah, uh, my first uh, double trouble um, in phase two, actually to back up from that, I, I, I tore a biceps muscle uh, sometime in the first couple of weeks or somewhere in there. I kind of worked through it, really didn't know it was torn. I just thought it was aggravated. Um, and then first double trouble, I was doing push-ups and I heard a crunch uh, right here next to my ear and uh, torn rotator cuff, um, finally had surgery. That was in late February of 2022 so a month and a half into it um had surgery on that in april and was out of commission till uh, october mid-october so um and when i say out of commission my surgeon insisted that i not even walk for two months for fear that i might trip and ruin his work um and and it was yeah literally i i did nothing i Okay, I cheated. I went for walks. Didn't tell him. Anyway, um, but yeah, during that time, I made him wear his brace, though. <laughs> you were making sure that investment was protected, right? That's right. Yeah, we weren't going to go through it again. <laughs> but during that time, you know, I left to my own devices. I would have fallen completely off the program, uh, meal plan, everything, because it's like I can't work out. So what's the point? Um, Sue kept going uh, with the workouts. And she also kept us on track with the meal plan, um, which was invaluable. You know, I, I look at that and it's like, like I said, if I were left by myself, I would have just fallen back into old eating habits because they weren't, they, they were brand new to me still, right? We're a month and a half mm-hmm. into it. And, but yeah, that was, that was huge uh, for both of us. Um, 
she couldn't wait for me to get back in the game, uh, quote unquote. <laughs> and um, but I'm like, look what you've done, you know. Which, as an aside, by the way, she was uh, she won the the Fit Mother contest mm-hmm. in 2022. While I was out of commission, she still did that. Um, so that was huge, you know, and which was a motivation thing for me. I know, and, and yeah. when we did the video that day at our gym, when they surprised her with that uh, award, um, I was still in my sling. <laughs> so, you know, it was just part of it. But it really solidified uh, a couple of things for us. First of all, we, we can do this even if one of us happens to have some circumstances that keep us off one side of the program or another. Um, and the program works, right? I mean, because from the time I got injured to the time I started working out again, I still lost, I think, another 15 pounds during that time uh, just doing the meal plan. Um, and, and so that just made all the sense in the world to me. You know, one of the things that Dr. A says early on in phase one is you can't outwork a bad diet. Um, and being a guy, it's like, oh, wait a minute, that's not true. That can't be right. Because <laughs> my mentality had always been, if I go out and, and eat pizza and drink beer on Friday night, I'm doing two workouts on Saturday and that'll make up for it. Right. That was just the mentality I always had. And, um, and yeah, this just proved that, no, that's not true. Um, you, you can still stay on a diet and do well, even without working out, um, and then add in, in the workouts again. Um, yeah. So that that's part of our story. It was just that whole part of 2022, that first year on a program where I was out of commission and she just kept it going and, and just killed it. Well, and, and part of the thing that I had drive for was um, I didn't want Mark to feel bad. Like he was the cause for me not continuing because my natural instinct was just to, okay, we'll just put it aside. We'll both pick up later. But I'm like, you know, that's going to make him feel like he did this to me. And I didn't want that to happen. And I knew too, that he needed good nutrition more than anything to heal that Mm. body. Um, So I was persistent that that was just going to happen and it it wasn't going to be any other way. And so, um, you know, there was only good food in our house and good snacks. And um, it was difficult for him, but I, I wanted to show him that this was possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think, like I said, the real drive was just that I didn't want, I, didn't, I wanted to stop, but I knew I couldn't stop because of how much I cared for him. Mm-hmm. So. What a beautiful reminder, right? I think so often when we talk with members who they're nervous to present the program to their partner, I I think if they really thought about it, like how you just phrased it in that package you put it in, of it was about loving your partner and about caring for your partner, that you were like, I need to make sure I am being the best I can be to show up. Right. You, you were saying you need to show up for Mark. You needed to make sure that you were there for him. And of course, you're doing it for you, too. You wanted to be healthy. But like, that's such a good reminder that putting the effort forth and being there and being the best you is really loving your partner that you're there with. Like, all right. Great podcast, guys. Like, I don't even know how you feel. <laughs> that's 
just such a wonderful take-home message. If you get anything out of this podcast, that's it right there. Like if you can't find it in yourself, right, to love yourself enough, if you're not there yet, you can find other people that you can love and then the self-love will come. It'll come too. Yeah. And Susan Brock crushed it. If you guys didn't catch that, she was our contest winner. Amazing. Can you tell us how much weight you lost in that amount of time, what your transformation actually was? You know, you remember? In the, in the four months, because um, I really haven't lost a lot since then. I think, call. Oh, I don't want to misquote, but I've lost like between like 53 pounds total. So I think it was fairly close to that, like to 50 or just under that in the first four months. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was kind of crazy because at first it was, you know, was the battle with the scale and I don't think this is working and how can I be eating this much food? You know, um, was some mental games with me and, you know, Amy's like, okay, just look for the non-scale victories. Let's, let's, what's going on here. And, uh, so I'm like, Oh, then we were in the sauna and I'm like, yeah, I can feel my butt bones on the bench. This is new. I've never felt that before. And yeah, then it's just little things like that, you know, um, going over three or four or five belt loops. And um, yeah, I had trouble buying clothes because I'm like, well, what if it comes back on? And so I wore like really big baggy clothes for a while. Um, yeah, and Amy was, and Jen were pretty much like, you were going shopping. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was, I, I really was, I did the, the challenge, you know, just, just because, um, submitted my picture and information each month just because I was committed because I had started, but you know, it wasn't till the last month that I was like, you know, this is this is real. What, what I'm going through. Um, just real. Sorry. Um, and you know, it, it changed me in a lot of ways besides just my weight and how I felt about myself. Um, you know, I, I went through a big, uh, spiritual trust, um, you know, became closer to my savior during that time, relied on him throughout Mark's surgery. Uh, And so, yeah, there was a big transformation, not only with the weight program. So Mm -hmm. beautiful. Thank you for sharing with us and opening up. You're in a safe place. This community is excited to celebrate you and all of your transformations that happened. Those are wonderful. Uh, Speaking of transformations, as couples, do you, how do you feel? Did anything change? Do you feel like you became stronger or anything that shifted like that, that you'd want to talk about? We can start Chris with Chris and Steph. We can start with you guys. Did you feel anything like that happen with you guys? I think absolutely. I mean, in the beginning, it's kind of like what Susan was saying. You don't even realize this is happening. And you made me tear up because I felt exactly the same way as you did throughout the journey as well. And it's just, you start building a new level of trust and connection with each other that you didn't even know you could hit that level on, right? There's high highs and there's low lows, and then there's everything in between as well. And all of a sudden you're sitting there on the other side of it going, 
hang on, are, are we still the same people? Because I feel so much more connected to you and our life and, you know, just even our ability. Like when we fight, it's like five minutes and like we've just found a way to talk to each other again. Mm. And so the spiritual side of it too, you don't even realize that you're, that that's happening, right? You're going through this very emotional journey, which, which was incredibly emotional for myself along the way. And, uh, just kind of when it all is said and done and you go, hang on, like we're even better now. I didn't even know that was possible, <laughs> you know? And, uh, I don't know. I don't yeah, There's a certain clarity. I think that the nutrition kind of brings to you just in general. And it, and it brings you, uh, also, like a, there's there's a little bit of a confidence. I know for us, like we're four years in, so the the nutrition is kind of baked in. I mean, it's not like we're perfect or anything, you know, like it, there's small cheats that happen every now and then, but there's always that baseline to return to and it happens kind of automatically for us, right? It's so... It's so automatic at this point. He learned point. to cook for me. <laughs> yeah, I cook more than half dinner now. <laughs> Relationships uh, strengthening right here. Join the program. Your yeah. partner may start cooking. <laughs> I do want to be completely honest. I've shared in other podcasts that I don't cook. So maybe I need to really lean into uh, <laughs> learning how to cook for my partner. <laughs> I think that kind of summarizes it though, right? Like the communication side of it. I can't make this meal tonight, but we have to make it. You need to help me. Mm. Let's work together. How can we do this? What do you need from me that I can empower you to help us continue this? And those were just the little the little victories along the way. So I guess those are non-scale victories in a way as well. Absolutely. Because all of a sudden there he is making like the, the pepper onion stir fry and he's just a whiz at it and I got no problems. And I'm like, sure, you cook tonight. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, there's a certain confidence I think that comes comes with the the fact that you know that you know 95% of your meals throughout the whole year are are good you, that your nutrition is pretty much nailed down, right? Like um you just you just have this sense like this is one of the things I don't really have to worry about, you know, in terms of my health, you know, like and I'll in the past I, there was always this thought in the back of my mind. It's like, oh, I should be eating a bit healthier. I should be doing this. I should be doing other things that I may not even fully understand what those things are yet. But, you know, and those thoughts are not really there anymore because we've, we've got that covered, right? So we just make sure that we don't stray too far, you know, like there's always there's always the possibility that there's going to be cheats here and there, but I don't know if it's discipline or just the fact that it's such a deeply established habit. But for us, it's always, you know, like Monday comes back around or whatever day that we may have had a bad day. And the next day is, it's just automatically back on, on the train. We don't have to have to think about it. You know, it's just, it just happens. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's a certain level of accountability to each other too, though. Right. Like, gone are the days of, are you sure you want to put that in your mouth? Because that usually ended with a, I'm walking away right now because I don't want to hear you talk. But now, (laughs) don't tell me what to do. (laughs) But uh, it's now more, oh, you know what? I had a bad day. I just need to recalibrate or I'm going to fast today. You work around me. And it's just a natural acceptance. There's no, there's no resentment in it anymore. And I think that's huge Mm, as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then lack of resentment would be a good portion of it is that we went in together, right? We went in together, we both accepted it. And then, yeah. And then it just basically baked itself into our lives, right? And it's just part of who we are now. Hey, it's Dr. Ray. I want to quickly pause this episode to thank you so much for listening to this Fit Mother Project podcast. I am just blown away at how amazing this podcast has become, all the powerful stories, all the great expert interviews, and I am so grateful for you for tuning in and being here with everything we're creating here at the Fit Mother Project. And I just wanted to pause to acknowledge you and thank you again for listening. Please keep listening and tuning in to all the great stuff we're doing here at the FMP. Let's get back to today's episode. Susan and Mark, did you notice any strengthening in your relationship through your journey? Well, I think uh, one big thing for me was uh, like at the gym, I wasn't real comfortable there. And so Mark helped me kind of just be more comfortable around. Um, We have a really nice gym, but there's also a lot of guys that are very serious there and um, gals are too. And so I just kind of felt like I should hide in the corner and he kind of got me out of the corner a bit and on different machines that I had never tried and uh, kind of helped me with that. And and pretty soon it was like, you know, this is my gym. I can do what I want and nobody's watching me. Everybody's just doing their own thing. I don't have to worry about anything because I um, became very comfortable there. Um, but as far as, uh, you know, one new thing for us is we've decided that morning time is when workouts are best for us. Um, we were doing it after work and noticed that our time little by little was just being taken for, with other things. So now we're up at 4.30 in the morning, which seems really early and it is. And there's different times where, you know, I'm getting ready, he's getting ready and I'm thinking, I don't want to do this, but he's already getting ready. And so I'm like, all right, we're going because we go at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think you've commented too. There's been times where he hasn't wanted to go. Oh, yeah. But but he sees me getting dressed. So it's like, all right, you know, I'm not going to be the one be like, yeah, hey, I'm not going because there's a little bit of competition going on a too. <laughs> we, we've done some MRTs together and it's like, you know. <laughs> You kind of look over and I'm like, I'm doing these really sloppy just to keep up. And I think you are too. So we better just slow down. <laughs> slow it down. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and yeah, I, I I can say I think we've gotten closer to the whole process, you know. And, um, and, and it's kind of funny too. Sue and I talked about this half jokingly. There's the accountability part, you know, that she just talked about. The flip side to that is <laughs> if one of us says, hey, gosh, does ice cream sound good? It's like, yeah, we're there. Boom. Let's go. <laughs> With all, all accountability is out the door at, at some times, right? Uh, but it's not a lot. I mean, it, it's just like, yeah, we, we haven't had pizza in a couple of weeks. Let's, let's just do that. You know, and then like Chris said, tomorrow you just yeah. get back on the horse and, and, and just keep going, you know. Um, Usually with us we end up not feeling great afterwards. Yeah. So it's like, ugh. You know, it was good at the time. I'm like, the next day you're just like dragging butt and, you know, trying to get a workout and you're like, whoa. <laughs> so <laughs> it, 
it takes a few weeks and then you're like pizza again yeah, yeah do it let's do it <laughs> oh you forget but it's right it's being able to it's being able to reset you know and like chris said it's just kind of a habit yeah and we do fast usually on the same days um and so i think that's helpful Again, sometimes I'm like, I want to break. I'm just going to, I'm going to, and I'm like, no, because Mark is fasting and I am not going to be the one <laughs> that doesn't fast. So yeah, works. I love the healthy composition. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, some of our first few months, um, you know, he wasn't able, when he wasn't able to work out, we made sure and did the podcasts, the YouTubes, mm -hmm. the videos together. Um, we joked because we'd have coffee dates with Ben on Saturday mornings and listen to his, uh, question and his answer. question yeah. and answer. Yeah. And we'd sit there and drink coffee and talk. Um, so everything we did was tied around the program, really. I mean, all of our conversations were, how can we do this different? How can we learn this? And you know, let's look this up. What do you think he meant by this? And we would just talk it out and go to the gym together, try different things together, figure it out together. Um, meals went really pretty well. We'd, we'd fix them and we'd, you know, our tastes are similar. So we'd either both really love them or both really hate them. And so that worked out okay. And um, yeah, just the, now we're, now we're kind of enjoying life like, um, we, we still are very active in the program, very active working out, heating, but it's not a hundred percent focus of our life. Um, we've noticed uh, like doing some home improvements just recently, just the recovery time from up and down off the floor and painting and, you know, using hammers and stuff where before we'd, we'd just be in pain for a while. And, and I'm like, man, I don't really hurt today. Do you hurt? And he's like, yeah, I hurt, but not as bad as I would have two years ago. So uh, now we're just having fun now being active. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like being in like a maintenance mode mm -hmm. sort of thing. Like um, for for me, it's, well, by the way, we are also 4.30 in the morning, uh -huh. people. <laughs> 4.30 is our time. Uh, we're both up at 4.30. Mind you, if I'm on a rest day, then I sleep in slightly. She gets up and I sleep in an extra half hour or something and then get up and hop on the treadmill or whatever. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it's... it's. Uh, I still run up the stairs at work to prove to myself that I can run. There's no need to run up the stairs, but every day, because I, I have to walk up the stairs to, to my office, I run up them every day because I know four years ago I was heaving just having to have a conversation with someone at the top of the stairs. And so it's just something little simple like that that reminds me every day of where I came from. And, and it's as silly as running up the stairs at work. So. Yeah, sometimes when I'm shoveling snow, I'm cursing the fact that I can actually <laughs> shovel so much snow. <laughs> we have a lot in here. <laughs> and I don't shovel snow because I feel like Mark can do it now all himself. There we go. Mark can take that on. He's set. Uh, Pretty she, good. She did mow while I was incapacitated. So thankfully that was in the summer, not the winter. And she didn't yeah. have to shovel any snow. Yeah. And that was a challenge for him to sit and watch that. It was, because, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It, it, 
wasn't pretty when I was done, but it was mowed. And uh, I'm not a straight line person. I'm a, oh, there's a patch over there. And oh, I, I forgot some over here. And yeah, I walk away from the window, basically. <laughs> oh my gosh. As far as now, you guys are like, kind of, you talked about you're in that maintenance mode or you kind of hit your groove, right? So you're setting new goals. Is that something that you guys do together as a couple to help each other stay accountable? Or is it now more a solo and then just let the other one know? Like what has been your success with that as you continue to maintenance? With us, it's been uh, more solo, but let the other one know. Because we do talk about it with each other all the time. But because our goals are pretty much completely different. Um, yeah, it's we generally just communicate them to each other um, and generally understand each other's goals. I mean, uh, her workouts are different than mine, you know, lots of MRT related stuff. And I, I, I jokingly say to her when she tells me she's doing some crazy burpee thing or whatever, I jokingly say things like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> because it's just like, oh, it sounds absolutely exhausting to me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. We're, it's always like a good example is Chris is like, it's winter time. I'm going into bear mode. And for, for Chris, bear mode is eating even more than I thought humanly possible <laughs> beyond what he was already eating, which was beyond humanly possible. But that means that he's bulking. And that means that when I'm downstairs doing my workout too, I very likely will hear a yup. And he needs a, a like someone to, to come catch the weights or to stabilize him on the way up because he's going to lose it. So it's kind of just, it's this, balance i guess in between us because even yeah. even when he's doing those bulk ups and i usually get downstairs before him when he comes downstairs and i mean this morning was i was i did a burpee split squat jump and i'm like hey check this out and he's like no this is not okay <laughs> <laughs> he's no. like i'm gonna go bench press now you know <laughs> but we're still there and it's look how extreme i am and but look how extreme i am <laughs> and yeah it, it really is just the calibrating all the time like we're already planning like january is always our our reset wake up month, we call it. We always do a dry annuary. We always do a let's like eat as lean and clean as possible. Remind ourselves why we're choosing this path again, because we all know the holidays are very intense, no matter who you are. And there's always, you, you're always going to enjoy the holidays. That's the point of them. And so it always is dry annuary, recalibrate. And we're already planning, like, let's get our meal plans in for January. But that's me because I have to plan everything. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes with what I tell him to do, I guess, at this point. <laughs> but uh, so it's that constant communication and calibrating to each other's needs. And that happens probably biweekly. Yeah. 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 And we're supportive. Our routines and things on, like, in terms of uh, workouts are quite different from each other. Um, like I don't fast that often. I, I do occasionally, um, especially when I'm trying to bulk, it's rarer. I'll do it kind of in between blocks, but in those cases, I'll try and arrange it when she's going to do it, you know, and if she is fasting, well, I've, you know, I've done it a number of times, so I do know what it's like and I try to support her. And yeah, but I don't like it when you fast with me because you're not pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good communication line, letting them know, hey, you're yeah. pleasant <laughs> during this time. <laughs> Have some more tea. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> and despite all this eating, 
I'm still not a big guy, right? So <laughs> that's just my genetics. So yeah. Yeah. And Susan and Mark, how have you guys come at like creating your plans as you've been more in maintenance? I think we're still kind of on the same same schedule. I know Mark's mm-hmm. we've both talked, you know, wanting to get more into weights. Um but it just it seems like we just kinda what do you want to do today? Or what do you, we always communicate, what are you doing today? Mm-hmm. Cause that kind of holds each other accountable because I can say, Oh, I'm going to do this MRT. If I don't say that to him, then we get to the gym and I'll be like, I'm not feeling it. I'm just going to sit in the sauna, walk on the treadmill. But I already said, I'm doing an MRT. He's set up for yeah. MRT. So again, it's kind of the accountability uh, to push yourself because you've already vocalized something to the other person. Um, I think for me anyway, that's beneficial. And then the same way, like if we're both doing MRTs, we get done about the same time. Um, you know, it's, it's nice to have a high five at the end from him. Um, or if he is seeing that, you know, I'm close to needing the defibrillator on the wall, then <laughs> you know, make sure and let me know, hey, you did a good job. I, you were working hard today. I'm like, yeah, I, thanks. You too, I think. I don't know. Not enough oxygen or something. <laughs> but. We, uh, yeah, and as far as, you know, kind of sharing goals and resetting goals, it's I, don't, I know I haven't hit my goal weight yet. Um, you know, and, and, and Sue mentioned she's kind of been on a plateau for, for quite a while too. And, um, so yeah, I mean, that, that's that for me anyway, that initial weight goal for, for weight loss is still out there. Um, mm-hmm. I want to go into OSM, um, but my body fat just really isn't down to where it needs to be. And I, I understand that physiology that the doctor kind of outlines. And so, you know, that, that first initial goal is still out there. Um, for me, um, you know, and, and a lot of our kind of recalibrating is uh, if we call off the meal program for a, a weekend, let's say, um, you know, we'll come together on Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, and say, okay, we got to get back on this tomorrow. Um, so let's sit down and plan out some meals. Do we have what we need for the week at least um, to prep those meals? Um, so that's really what it is more for us. It's really kind of recalibrating, uh, you know, on in those cases and um but yeah we're in it together and so it's you know we're both still uh in ff30x and fm30x really so both in phase four and so yeah we're we're following the program together uh every step of the way every day so i know this is like a loaded question but i have to ask it so if you for the couples who are listening or even just like friends who are doing this together, right? So their partner, who have their couple as far as like their partner in this. What would be like the tips that you would give them? Like now looking back, maybe things you've learned from doing this alongside a partner. What would be those tips that you would share with someone going into this? Uh, oh man, I'll let you guys pick who goes first on this one. <laughs> I think, well, I'm going to share what worked for me. Sorry, just to be the first one to jump in, but because I had to go all in or nothing and plan it all out, writing that mission statement right at day one. And I'm going <laughs> to, the 
the psychology behind it and the emotions that I let myself feel by writing it and then sharing it with Chris afterwards. And that was probably the most vulnerable I have ever felt in my entire life. And it was so freeing to let myself feel that vulnerable, to be able to have this little workbook that let me tell him why I felt so broken and why I had let myself get so lost. And so when you're doing it with your partner, don't be afraid to share with them. Make sure they're on board. If you're doing it with a friend, even just be okay to open up to them because step one to choosing this lifestyle and to living again is to love yourself. And until you can do that, it's going to be a rough road. So be vulnerable. It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. But take the dive, take the risk. And the world is your oyster after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would just say um, be real. Because, um, you know, you can't try to do something that someone else is doing. You have to do your own, you have to be on your own journey. You have to have forgiveness of yourself. Um, I've learned to forgive myself. I've learned that um, sometimes the big mountains were created mentally. And once I gave myself permission to do those um, and then was able to do them, then pretty soon it was like, wow, that wasn't that big a deal. And I, I really have myself worked up, like going into a new phase would almost shut me down because um, I was like, I can't do another workout. I can't figure out something new. It was all these can't, can't, can'ts. And Mark's like, yes, you can. You've done it before. Look what you've done. Look what you've done. Look what you've done. And, uh, you know, we just keep challenging ourselves with fun things also. Um, like this summer, we, we went to, uh, it was called tree rush where we're actually in an obstacle course and you're harnessed in on like wires and <laughs> jumping around up, the, up trees. In the trees, literally. Um, How fun. and you're like stepping on posts and swinging on things. And I, you know, one time I, I missed and it, and I dropped and, you know, but it was kind of like, now you can either cave and be done or you can laugh about it and pull yourself up because otherwise you're going to hang there. <laughs> and I did. I up. And the guy's like, wow, you, you pulled yourself up pretty good there. I'm like, yep. And I'm doing it again. Didn't you know? have a choice. <laughs> you know, and, and that's, that's to me, that is, is about, is, is all about doing it with someone um, you know, spouse, partner, friend, whatever. Um, it, it's, it's getting your, each other through the program. Okay. When one of you is struggling in, in some sense, whatever that is, but then taking all those gains and the, and the confidence and being in, in better physical condition and, and venturing out and saying, Hey, what do you think about trying this? You know, mm -hmm. would you do that with me? Okay. And so that, that partnership, um, whatever form it's in, just, solidifies even more, you know, when you start to challenge yourselves uh, together to do those things. Um, and Sue went on the, the women's retreat, the first one um, mm -hmm. down in Sedona and came back from that. And I was, I was getting ready for Ragnar 
And so I enrolled myself in a 10K that was here in town. And she's like, you know what? I can do that. I'm like, honey, you, you haven't you haven't jogged anywhere. What? Why do you think you can just go out and do a 10K? She because I climbed a mountain. Yeah, she, she was down there running up these trails and stuff in Sedona. And so I'm like, all right, I'll sign you up. And we did. We did this 10K together. We didn't set any land speed records, but... Um, but again, we, we did it together. We were side by side the whole time. And um, yeah, just just another thing, sort of a byproduct, I guess, of, of going through the program together and having that confidence in each other. Yeah, the, having the confidence in each other is is a good way of looking at it. Like we went to, uh, uh, we took the family on a trip this summer. We went to Alberta and uh, we came to this spot that it's called the hoodoos there and there's it's uh these rock formations and whatnot and there's a cliff there and and i ended up kind of like people were climbing the back of this thing so we saw a bunch of people and it looked like there was trails and whatnot so my oldest and i just went up there steph had no problem with the idea that we were going to do that uh you know and the stories i told her when we got back like the the, those slopes were actually deceptively steep, like like really dangerously steep at the top, to the point where I can't believe people haven't died on that thing. <laughs> but Devin had no fear at all. Our oldest, he just he just scampered up there like it was nothing. Um, but yeah. yeah, like I came back down, and I, I, the cool thing was is that I wasn't worried about myself physically. Like it was fantastic being able to climb up there. I had no concerns at all. I could keep up with my 11-year-old, no problem uh, whatsoever, other than the fear of heights and the fact that it was really sketchy and <laughs> and like the ground was gravelly and loose and everything. And I'm like, but yeah, yeah other than that. <laughs> when they get to the bottom of the hill and he goes, yeah, that was a bad idea. He could have died. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, this is, don't ever tell me that again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I should have probably <laughs> left her in the dark. I, actually, while we were up there, I said we were on a plateau piece of it, and I looked at Devin and I said, "If your mom knew how bad it was up here, she would kill us." <laughs> <laughs> but that's something to his. That, sorry, I'm going to stretch that into the lifestyle that's extended to our family, right? Because just by proxy of being in this house and eating the nutrition that we do, our kids are getting the benefits from it as well. And for an 11 year old to have been able to climb what he did it is profound. Yeah. And in fact, you can always tell when soccer season's approaching for him because he's like, I need to start running again. Dad, help me lift weights. Like that little turkey can, what was he deadlifting the other day? I think he's up to like uh, 75 pounds already. No, at 11 he, he, deadli he deadlifted <laughs> 90 pounds. Yeah. yeah. And so just this translation, they always watch us work out. They know that it happens. It's their life. And they have such an advantage over what we didn't. And it wasn't any discredit to our parents or anything growing up. It was just a different lifestyle. But these, yeah. these children are set up for a lifetime of success just by watching what we do. And that's terrifying and powerful at the same time too, because you don't realize the impact you're having. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like they're regular exercisers by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, they're kids, right? You get them going for a while and then they feel like doing something else. And, but <laughs> we the, don't push it. yeah, we don't push it too much. But the, the, the cool thing is, is that like we have our own gym and everything at the house. So when they start to get a little older, I like, I'm guessing that Devin, once he gets into his more into his teens, 
he's I suspect that just because it's here and he's been ex- exposed to it so much that he's going to say, you know, like I'm going to I'm going to get into this and he'll probably be able to stick to it more better than I was able to when I was a teenager. So <laughs> Absolutely. I feel that so much too when you talk about like kids and then Susan when you mentioned like being at the gym right and being a little uncomfortable at first and you were saying you like kind of hide in a corner for all of the women out there who are showing up and going to the gym and saying this is my gym there is some person some young girl who's coming in for the first time to work out who is getting to see other women out there on the floor at the gym and she knows hey I can be here because look, Susan's out there. She doesn't know you like, right. She doesn't know your name, but like you are out there and you are on the floor and you are showing up. And it's so wonderful as partners, like you and Mark can be there together and they're getting to see like, Oh, you know, men and women working together in these exercise routines. And that is going to be powerful for generations, whether it's kids watching their parents or it's kids coming into the gym for the first time and seeing men and women together working out and sharing in fun the fun of fitness, right? Like you're mentioning, like that's beautiful. And the four of you are unlocking that for the next generation. And I'm so grateful. <laughs> I am so grateful for partners and couples like you who are out there and doing that. So thank you. And thank you for being here. I hope everyone enjoyed listening to these wonderful couples. Like I mentioned, they are in the brotherhood and sisterhood. So you can reach out to them there, or you can send us an email at support at fitfatherproject or support at fitmotherproject.com. And we will get you in contact and send your wonderful notes their way so that you can hear and talk with them and interact. Check us out on YouTube. We have our new platform now. So we have our app that's out there that you can connect with us on and we'll see you on the next podcast. Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you. Please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our Complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our Complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast.